The Pasuk in Parshas Bamidbar tells us, There's Aaron, there's one of Tifkoid, you should appoint Aaron and his children, Veshamru es Kuhunasam, they should guard their Kuhuna, which we're going to see soon what this means. Vazara Kariv Yumas and any foreigner that gets close should be put to death. Rashi explains the words Veshamru es Kuhunasam, that this refers to Kabbalah's Domim, receiving the blood, sprinkling the blood, burning the different parts of the carbon on the Mizbeah, Haktara, and avoidus hamesurus l'koyim and the avoidus that are given over to the koyim. That means to say Rashi is explaining the word v'shamur eskunasim. They should guard their avoida. The avoidus of the koyim need to be guarded, not to allow a foreigner to go over, as the pasuk actually says further. Vazora koreviumos. The Rebbe is bothered over here of why Rashi is explaining it in this particular way, because the Evan Ezra explains v'shamur eskunasim very simply. They should guard their kohuna not to become posel, not to become tummy, for example. So why is Rashi learning that the Shomer Eskunasim is referring to the special avoidos that are given over to the Koyanim? And the Rebbe says we cannot say that it's because of the end of the Pasuk, Vazor HaKorev Yumas, the foreigner that gets close should be put to death, because we could clearly say there's two parts to the Pasuk. The Shomer Eskunasim, guard your own Kuhuna, not to become puzzle. And another thing, Hazor HaKorev Yumas, a foreigner that gets comes over should be put to death. Why do we have to say the Shomer Eskunasim means that they should guard the avoidus of the kohuna. The Rebbe also asks, why are the words v'shamru es relevant in the Dibra Maschal? Rashi could have just translated the word kohuna, kohunasam, as meaning these particular avoidus. The Rebbe then asks and says, Rashi gives three examples. Kabbalah's domim, receiving the blood, spraying the blood, haktara, and offering it on the mizbeach. Rashi then says, and the avoidus that are given over to the koyanim. It seems to be that these three are examples for the avoiders given over to the Koyanim. But the Rebbe says this is very, very difficult to say this way. First of all, Rashi could have just said, avoiders samasudas l'koyanim, why does Rashi even need examples? Also says the Rebbe, Rashi could have just said simply, all the avoiders starting from receiving the blood onwards. And why does Rashi need specifically three examples? The Rebbe also asks, the order in Rashi, when you're giving examples, you'd usually say the general idea, the avoider given to the Koyanim, for example, these particular things. And most importantly, says the Rebbe, what is this expression, the avoidus, hamasuris l'koyanim, and the avoidus, which sounds like it's something else, it should have said, usha'ar avoidus, and the rest of the avoidus. Which the Rebbe says, all of this implies that Rashi is actually telling us two different things. It's not examples, one for the other. It's not that the Avoido is given over to the Koyanim, and here are some examples receiving the blood, etc. Rather, the Rebbe is learning that Rashi is telling us two different things. There's one category of receiving the blood, sprinkling the blood, and bringing it on the Mizbeach. And then there's another category, the Avoidos that were given over to the Koyanim. So we need to understand, what are we talking about? Clearly, these avoidus are also part of what's given over to the Koyanim. Rashi himself had told us earlier that starting from the receiving of the blood, that all belongs to the Koyanim. And furthermore, the Rebbe says, um, if we do separate between these two sort of groups, that there's the avoidus that are not part of what's given over to the Koyanim, and there's the second group of avoidus that are given over to the Koyanim, where would Rashi get it from, or what would be the proof that when a Pasek says they should guard their Kohuna, it's also referring to these other avoidos, which seemingly are not part of the avoidos hamesurais that are given over to the Koyanim. So the first thing the Rebbe explains is why Rashi is not learning like the Evan Ezra, which is that they should just guard themselves not to become puzzle. And the Rebbe says this is based on the beginning of the Pasuk, 
where we said that you should appoint Tifkoid, Aaron and his children, which Rashi already, Tifkoid explained, it means appointing to, an, uh, appointing to a job. And therefore, Rashi says, if we're speaking now that they're getting an appointment to a job, we cannot say that this is referring to something that they actually know already from before. The concept, not to become Tommy and Apostle, this was already said in Pasha's Emoir. If the Pasik is now saying, you should warn them, you should tell them, you should appoint them about this new thing, clearly we're speaking about something new. And that's why Rashi brings the words, Veshamru Esku Nasam, which is clearly the point of what we're trying to make of it is going to be something new that they're going to guard over here. This is an expression of a new appointment to a new job. Because again, this is what they're being told now, something new that they weren't told before. And this is why Rashi is saying that we're referring to that they need to guard those avoiders, as we mentioned before, that to make sure that only Kayinim are going to do them. But what's bothering Rashi over here is something more than this. What's bothering Rashi is, this whole section of Sukkim is actually speaking about the Levium. The avoid of the Levium, the counting of the Levium, and so on. Suddenly, in the middle of all of this, we have a postage about Koyanim. And telling us, Veshamru Esku Nosom. How does this fit in over here? What are we saying about the Koyanim? That's going to tell us that there must have been something in these Sukkim which would have caused us to think that perhaps someone that's not a Koyanim could actually do these avoiders. In fact, we may have thought that the Levium could do these avoiders of the Koyanim. How is that? On the Posik, Mishmeres B'nei Yisroel, that the Levium are going to have, going to guard Mishmeres B'nei Yisroel, Rashi says that really all of the Yidin need to be involved in the Inyanim of the Beis HaMikdash, the needs of the Beis HaMikdash, etc. The Levium are working on behalf of the rest of the Yidin. They're their agents, they're their Shluchim. So here we have a situation where you may have thought that certain avoiders, that perhaps maybe even Yisraelim could do, as we'll soon see what kind of avoiders that might be, we may have thought if it's avoiders that really technically belongs to Yisraelim, that maybe the Levim, who are the agents of Bnei Yisrael, should be allowed to be involved in this avoider and do these avoiders. And this is why it's going to be need, it's going to need to be important to say that no, even these kind of avoidos they are not allowed to do. And at the same time, Rashi is also going to tell us that there's also these other avoidos, which are the avoidos that are specifically given to Koyanim, the ones about which we have no doubt that only Koyanim could do. They are also included in these words. Because when the Pasuk says, and we're understanding that the Kayanim have to be guarding from certain avoiders that the Levim shouldn't do them, of course it's also going to apply to the avoiders that only Kayanim should do, and there isn't even any thought that anybody else should do it, that clearly this is part of the job of the Kayanim to guard that as well. So which avoiders are we speaking about that we would have thought that perhaps Levim should be able to do them on behalf of Bnei Yisrael? So we find earlier in the Torah about the carbon Pesach, the Pasuk says, adam." They should take the blood and put it on the two doorposts and eat the meat, roast it on the fire, etc. Here we have that the Bnei Yisrael were actually involved in these very avoides that Rashi specifies. adam." They take the blood. Rashi himself tells us that it means it's the avoid of Kabbalah, receiving the blood. They put them on the doorposts. That was like instead of sprinkling on the Mizbeach. Then they burn in the fire, roast it in the fire. This is like burning on the Mizbeach. So we would have thought that in carbonates that are similar to the carbon Pesach, maybe these are avoiders that technically Yidin are allowed to do. 
And definitely the Levim over here should be allowed to do them on their behalf as their agents. And this is what the Pasuk is coming to tell us. While we were just speaking about the fact that the Levim are the Shluchim of the Bnei Yisrael, we immediately need to be saying that this does not belong to the Levim, the Koyinim, the, the Yisraelim, can, that the Levim cannot do this on behalf of the Yisraelim. Now, even though we were learned already earlier that starting from Kabbalah from the receiving of the blood belongs to the Koyanim, but we may have thought that's only regarding those carbonates where it specifies it, like the carbon oil, etc. But maybe in a carbon Pesach and other such carbonates, maybe we would be allowed to appoint the Levim to have them do it for us. And that's why it's important to say over here that no, the Levim cannot do this avoider. The Rebbe concludes with Oira in the following way. If when we speak about Yidin who are all holy, Mamlechas Koyen and Vagoy Kodesh, nevertheless, avoid that belongs to a Koyen cannot be done by anyone else and is very, very severe and strict. Vazara Korev Yumos is put to death, Chas Vashalom. How much more so when we speak about the separation between Yidin and Goyim, the Rebbe is referring over here to the famous concept of Giyur Ka'alocha, that a conversion must be done in a proper way. And when it's not done in a proper way, you're trying to remove that boundary then you're not doing anyone a favor, certainly not the Yid, but not even the Goy, because as we said, anybody that gets close to an area that doesn't belong to him is causing damage to himself, to the world, to everyone around him. And only when we don't touch those borders that the Abishter made, made, that's the way we can have true peace and good in the world for every single person in the world.